Welcome to Certified Adult. I'm Abby Holt. And I'm Sarah Hill. Every week we get together to try to answer the question we all have. What What the the fuck fuck are we we doing? doing? That was good. (laughs) Wow. Sarah. Guys, welcome back. We took, um, I think, one more week off than we initially said we were going to, but yeah, life has been busy. Very busy. Still is busy, but I think I'm ready to dive back in. It's like, this is a little reprieve from my is that a, the correct word from my hectic schedule reprieve uh reprieve i don't know if that's the right one yeah oh yeah okay postponement okay yeah same i'm happy to jump back in let's talk about what we're drinking today Okay, we are drinking a rosé. It's called B.A. from Provence. <laughs> right? No, I thought it was a billet. Billet or B.A.? Oh. I don't know. There's two L's. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Cheers. I'll uh, post a picture of it. Yeah. Normally I do the pronunciation thing, but... That was a kind of simple one that we probably still messed up. Number one, Cote de Provence Rosé in France. Wow. Apparently. Fancy today. Fancy at (laughs) (laughs) $11.99. I've learned that it really doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I guess we got to catch up on a few weeks. So what's been going on with you, Sarah? Uh, I just work. is just busy, 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 busy. Both my jobs i feel overwhelmed stressed feel like i don't enjoy life it's kind of depressing yeah i wonder when i'm gonna have a mental breakdown maybe i already have i don't even remember (laughs) (laughs) yeah i find that they come like slowly they build 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 over time and then you just explode yeah but um what else We're under contract on our condo. I think we mentioned that before, but going through some issues with like inspection stuff. So TBD if we're going to move. Yeah, that's stressful. TBD on that. (laughs) Yeah, that adds to the stress. All of our fingers are crossed. Yeah. What about you, Abs? Um, Same to the beginning of your thing. I feel like I never have time to enjoy my life. It's like this vicious circle. And like you said, it's pretty depressing sometimes I don't like think about it so like I disassociate which is also terrible because I think I should be more aware of how I feel about my life you know Mm -hmm. like I shouldn't just be like I should be like living every day but it's really hard to do when you're like trying to build yourself and like figure out where you're going and all that stuff I don't know. And then work has just been off the charts, insane and stressful. And I definitely had a mental breakdown last week. Mm -hmm. This week I feel better, but I like have like everything builds up. Like I said, mental breakdown happens. And now I'm in this state of wanting just to not fucking care. Mm -hmm. But like I have to care. Yeah. So I don't know. I know that's hard. I'm so over it. It's like you need like a two-week vacation. Um, September can't come soon enough. What is it, September? I'm going to take two weeks off. 
Uh, around my birthday, around the move. I don't care. That's good. But yeah. you're not, you don't get two weeks off from real food there. No, but that's, <laughs> I like enjoy that work. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's different. It's, I feel like everybody, you know, not, not everybody's lucky enough to like do something that they actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. But, you know, I feel like we all need to like be aware of how like a job's making us feel. Yeah. But that's not the topic of the day. So we'll that is on. not the topic of the day. We'll move on from that. I've also had some like crazy body shit. I had to get two moles taken out of my back. So I have 20, 15 stitches in my back. Yeah. Which in That'd retrospect is like fine. But I think I overdo it sometimes and like forget that you have stitches that they're there. Um, so hopefully my doctor won't yell at me. She also has uh, no toenails, so. No, that's not true. Oh, I thought I took it all the way off. No. It's there still. Look oh. at that beauty. I have another ingrown toenail. Looks normal. I'm prone to ingrown toenails. The next step, he said, is I have to go under and get the skin on the side taken off. Ugh. I know. I thought you were getting the whole thing taken off. No, I said I'm going to tell him just to rip the whole thing out. Oh, I don't okay. think that's a thing, though. And he said no. <laughs> I didn't even ask because he oh. said, he said, if this doesn't ha- like if that the medicine doesn't work to stop from growing back, the next step is oh, okay. to get skin taken off. And I said, okay, so check back in six months. So I'll probably be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that gross? Uh, I know. Ugh. I know. Um, so what are you up to this weekend? Uh, work. Every day? I'm working six days this week. Today's my only day off. Hmm. Yeah. That sucks. It does. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's only morning, so it's not terrible. Mm. It's just having to be on every day is is what kind of really sucks, but <sighs> I do what I got to do sometimes yeah. and just get that uh, money. Got to make that money. Make that money. You know, I don't know, Saturday night. Maybe I'll do something, but maybe I'll be like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. But whatever. You? Going to Orlando for two nights. It's supposed to be three nights, but I changed it to two nights because it's 95 degrees. Because it's Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going We're going for Kadeem's mom's graduation from her doctorate program. Um, but that's on Friday. And then Saturday, we were going to... I think go to a theme park, but no one really seemed like they were interested. So I was just like, what are we going to do Saturday? So we actually got money back to fly back on Saturday. So perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Not the vibe in 95 degree weather. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have, I would have had fun probably have to go to like Epcot or something. Cause I've never been there, but yeah, maybe if it was 20 degrees cooler. And how muggy. Yeah. No. Oh, gross. Miserable. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. We have a special guest today. <laughs> Her name is Piper. If you remember from a few episodes ago, um, my friend Ashley was on, and this is her cat. She's being a little bit of a needy bitch today, but yeah, a lot you know, of meowing. you know, it's fine. Ashley, if you listen to this, I do love her, but sometimes I want to throw her out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she goes the same way. I know. She's going under the side. Don't look at her. 
can't show her that we know what she's doing. Oh, because it's kind of interesting. She like walk, is walking so slow. Yeah. Oh, she's coming back. Sarah, I, I wasn't looking at her when mm. she didn't see me look at her. Okay. <sighs> Shit, we should have talked about her. She doesn't know. Yeah, she does. Just she knows her name. All right, guys. So we are starting <laughs> a cat podcast. <laughs> Don't look at her. I'm not. You keep looking. <laughs> I'm not looking at her. She's just in my peripheral vision. Okay. <laughs> okay. So during our time off, we came up with some new <laughs> ideas. <laughs> For the podcast. So we are going to be like a little more organized and hopefully that you guys will know what, what to expect when it comes to the podcast because we're going to do different types of episodes and repeat them every month. Right? Yeah. I think we just wanted to, I think the first 15 episodes were good. We had some that we liked more than others, um, but we wanted to just be a little bit more clear on what we were doing week to week so that it was easier for us to stay focused and do research um, and then also feel like we were interesting and what we're interested in what we're talking about and sounded interesting to you guys. Like, I think it's a, a hard balance. And after 15 weeks, we were kind of just like, what are we talking about? So now if we have like sort of a routine, like everything else in life, if you have a routine, you're a little happier. Things are a little easier. Yeah. So this week we are starting off our new series series with our new series is called taboo topics. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be discussing like things that are, you know, taboo in our society and like diving into why they are and why they shouldn't be and all that good stuff. Yeah. So this week's taboo topic is... Is menstrual cycle. Woohoo! <laughs> Everyone just turns off the podcast. No, the ladies will stay, which I'm assuming all we have is the ladies. <laughs> and Mike. Uh, yeah. You can quick sit this one out if you want. Yeah, he can. He should know. He should listen. Yeah. Um, so we'll be sharing some facts and myths and all that stuff stigmatizations of this hold on i need to fix my microphone we might be going into a little bit of gory details so just a warning all right guys so a lot of people people might not even know this first fact or this first truth about menstrual cycles meaning the entire 28 day period which is what it is on average sometimes a little shorter, sometimes a little longer, is called the menstrual cycle. So it's not just the time that you have your period. That's the menstrual cycle. It's your whole, you're basically your whole life repeating these stages on and on and on. Yeah. So there's four phases of the menstrual cycle. There's follicular, ovulation, luteal, and then menstruation. So then they have the follicular phase, which starts after the menstrual cycle. So immediately after. So I guess as soon as you're done with your period. Um, And it's named after the development of follicles in the ovaries. Follicles are fluid-filled sacs that contain immature eggs. During this this phase, the follicles produce estrogen, 
which stimulates the thickening of the uterine lining. I don't know what that it means, but that's what that means. Basically, it means that you're, everything's like regenerating. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah, because you just shed everything. Yeah, that's like a layman terms. Uh, wow, good job, Abby. Way to put it, you know? Yep. Um, something else I do want to add, though, is the reason we have a menstrual, a menstru- the menstrual phase is to, ch- when we're shedding the lining, it's because, you know, your body's right before that, your body's like ready to get pregnant, but when it doesn't become pregnant, it has to get rid of that like layer of follicles and not eggs, but like the, basically your womb is your uterus was prepared for a baby, but when the baby doesn't come, it needs to get rid of that so that you can rebuild another safe space for another potential baby. Yeah. I'm trying to put things in layman terms because sometimes things are like too scientific, too scientific. Like I had to, there was like a few different words during this research where I was like, okay, but but what is that? You know what I mean? Like it gave me a definition, but I need to go farther. I needed to define things in the definition. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like we don't get proper education on a lot of the stuff. So it's good to talk about it. Yes, I agree. Um, and then the third phase is ovulatory. So sounds familiar. This is when we ovulate. This is when typically we are the, we are most susceptible to getting pregnant or we're most ready to get pregnant. Yes. So this is in the middle of the menstrual cycle. Um, I don't know how to say that. Triggered by a surge in luteinizing hormone? In a luteinizing hormone which causes the dominant follicle to release the mature egg through ovulation. So it's just a whole different, it's just a type of hormone. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it, it caused during that phase, your eggs are released and through, and it goes through the fallopian tube and they're ready to be fertilized mm-hmm. by sperm. Yep. So get that sperm up there. If you're trying to get pregnant. <laughs> that is when you want to do it. Have you ever heard of like the hormone roller coaster where there is your body produces different hormones during different cycles? So this is why we as women have crazy roller coaster hormones. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting to like get the science behind it. If you haven't looked into it and you're a woman and you feel like you don't know that much about your body, definitely do your own research. Listen to this podcast because we do have some info. Yeah. Um, luteal phase is the last phase and it's right after ovulation. So after your egg is released into the fallopian tube, the ruptured follicle transforms into a structure called the corpus luteum. Okay. And that produces as progesterone, not estrogen, Mm -hmm. progesterone, which then helps prepare the uterus uterus for the possible imitation of a fertilized egg. So at that point, like if you're got a egg ready to be fertilized, your uterus is ready yeah. for it. Ready it's for getting the baby. Fertilized. <laughs> and then if fertilization doesn't occur, then your hormone levels go back down and your uterine lining breaks down and then that's when you begin your period. So this is called the menstruation phase. This is technically the end of the menstruation cycle. And like Sarah said, it's the shedding of the uterine lining. This would be why we bleed. Yes. This is when you actually have your period. Because the wall is literally shedding. Yeah. 
Um, and this can last like typically between three to seven days. It really depends. Sometimes it's longer for other people. Sometimes it's a little shorter. Um, it really depends on the person growing up. I always thought like, you never know like, people always say like irregular or like regular. And you're like, there's nothing regular and irregular. I feel like when it comes to like how long things last, there's definitely like irregular ugh, irregularities with like pain and stuff like that. Um, like not, oh, not that, I guess irregular is not the word I'm looking for. Yeah. There's definitely not normal things with like pain. I feel like it's not talked about though. Um, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that people's, I always thought growing up, like not normal things are normal for a woman. Cause like everything's, everybody's bodies are different mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. But there's like scientific facts behind why those, why that happens. Mm. Um, so during the menstrual phase, like your hormone levels, particularly your estrogen and progesterone are low. Yes. Like I did extra research on stuff, not that stuff though. Okay. So that means if you scroll down, I did stuff, but that's why I put that kind of, anyway. We'll go, we're going to go into that more like in the um, tracking and stuff yeah. segment. But basically, it's like you have less energy. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Yeah, but we'll touch on that later. Yeah. It's very cool when she learned about it. I don't know if that was helpful to you. We're going to explain, explain a little bit more, guys, of what all that means in our terms are the best way to us. But first, we're going to cover some stigmatization around the menstrual cycle. I mean, I'm sure we all know that there's a stigma around this like it's the whole this whole podcast is literally taboo topics like people I feel like up until like now like recently the last few years like you never heard people talk about it up until TikTok up until TikTok Instagram too I feel like but the little literal definition of stigma is a mark of disgrace so like it just shows like (laughs) it just like shows how like the lack of public health education that we have as a as a country yeah because i don't even nobody ever told me that stuff like i never ever i i didn't know that there were four phases of a cycle you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like did you go over that in health class i don't remember it to be honest i i swear to god like up until like a couple i'm and i'm about to be 30 like a few years ago, I didn't know that there was yeah. phases. I feel like they just really talked about your period. That's it. Like I thought there was just a period. Because, well, that's what people got. You got your period. It's <laughs> like when you had health class, so they needed, wanted to teach you. Yeah. Now, you can't, now they can't teach you in some places. Ugh, God. So hopefully you have good parents. Well, not everybody's like parents aren't educated not everybody's educated or not everybody has the opportunity to be educated it's like just kind of like a sucky situation so you like expect i mean you should be able to teach your kid how to use like a tampon or something that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying sometimes people there's i had to teach you remember no i don't mom was like tell abby oh i thought i just read the packet you probably did i probably that's why i probably said that your mom probably said that to me and i was just like read Read the instructions (laughs) Helpful. Thank you. Yes. I mean, I figured it out, but I think, I, I don't know. Like maybe what if somebody never didn't have 
the, even the products. I know. You know what I mean? That's Some like, people don't have access. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's just so shitty. It's so like, you know, we as a society should be able to say, oh, my children are in public school. They should be getting this yeah. education. It's just really shitty. All right. So a few things about menstrual cycles that are stigmatized are that pain is normal. And what I mean by that is like more like severe pain because obviously a part of our body is literally shedding. So it's going to be, you're going to feel it, but period pain above a level like five, seven, it really is not normal and it shouldn't be normal. Like it's, there's something wrong if you're, but what is five, seven? That's different for everyone. I'm thinking of like, you know, the, um, the period simulator videos. Oh, I think it's like, that's basically like a um, contraction. Yeah. Like, I think the highest pain. Yeah. So if you've been through that, you can go through childbirth. Yeah. I mean, it's just, but it's like, if you're at that stage during your, your cycle, like, it's just not normal. And I don't think people understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, like women, I mean, I, men can't even understand it. Sorry, guys. But like women don't understand that them being in pain is not normal. It's because we were never told, like, this is not normal. If you're, you know, dying in bed all day, it's not normal. Like, yeah. I mean, people always say, like, if I have my period, it's so painful. I should, like, but I still have to get up and go to work. Yeah, but there's a difference between, like, going through, like, the normal-ish pain and, like, the not normal pain. And there's causes to that, but nobody taught us about it. I think there's been, like, people who, like, had to, like, stay home from school, I remember, because, like, they had Mm -hmm. such bad, like, back pain and stuff. I never understood because, like, I mean, pretty much my whole life I've had, like, again, here's the word, normal, like, pregnancy, (laughs) normal She's had multiple There are months where it's pain is worse than others, but like I had my period yesterday and I've last month I had like had to put a, have a heating pad at night, but I don't, I barely feel it this month. So it obviously depends. It depends. Yeah. On like also outside factors. Also, I don't think mom and dad would have let us stay home from school for period pain. <laughs> no, that would have been like, that's not real. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so bad. I love you, dad. Ah. <laughs> All right, but a few things that um, can <laughs> cause that severe pain are like PCOS. PCOS. Is it PCOS or PCOS? I always call it PCOS. I don't call it anything. I don't regularly Oh, my talk God. About. I've no, always I don't know, thought Abby. PCOS, but maybe I'm wrong. I feel like I, whatever, you know? Okay. So it's polycystic ovary syndrome. So again, everything's in layman terms because I had to do some deep, deep research in order for me, myself to understand all this stuff. It's a hormonal disorder that affects women, obviously. It's a common condition. <laughs> or anyone that menstruates. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I apologize. Yes. Yes. It is a common condition where the ovaries become enlarged and contain small cysts. So that's like the fluid-filled sacs. Um, similar to like the, what are they called? Well, cysts, I think people know what cysts are. Cause it's like, you can get those anywhere on your body. Yeah. True. They're kind of like skin tag like type things, but like harder, like hard. Yeah. Um, and that can lead to like irregular. <laughs> I just got licked. <laughs> irregular. <laughs> uh, that can lead to irregular periods and, um, 
it actually can cause women from to stop ovulating, which is really scary. Um, so anyway, this is just to bring awareness to like common things. So if you feel like you are experiencing uncommon things, have a look, talk to your doctor, all this stuff. Yeah. And the, make sure you have like a good doctor that like understands stuff. Yeah. Advocate for yourself a hundred percent. And then like the, a few of the biggest ones like are chronic pelvic pain and there's a few different chronic pelvic pain um what's the word i'm looking for types of chronic pelvic pain. yeah there's like a few there's well four different types of chronic pelvic pain um the number one that i feel like we hear about a lot these days is endometriosis like i feel like everybody talks about endometriosis <laughs> And I don't think I ever really knew what it was. I think it, I always thought it was just like a heightened period. Obviously, there's causes to it, but I never really, um, I guess, looked into it. But yeah. um, it's, you know, affects 10% of women. So, which is, it's a lot. I mean, 10% doesn't seem like a lot, but it, it is a lot. Um, so basically, the tissue that sheds during our menstrual phase is the endometri- endometrial tissue. So that lines the uterus and then endometriosis is when the endometrial tissue is present in other areas of the body, like the ovaries, pelvic lining, and sometimes the freaking abdomen. Hmm. It's, this is insane. I didn't, had no idea this is, this is the thing. So it's not like you're shedding and that stuff goes into those areas. It's, it's just present. That's yeah. it's, it's been present and it's not supposed to be, it's not supposed to be present and when but it still acts like it's in the uterine it's in the uterus so through your cycle when you're in your menstrual phase it sheds but there's nowhere for it to go because your uterus there's a hole down gravity falls out mm-hmm. type of thing <laughs> but your ovaries there's nowhere to go your abdomen i mean i guess they're kind of technically somewhere to go but it's like the it's not your stomach it's your abdomen mm-hmm um so it's like this comes scar tissue and like lesions on those parts of your body which is wild again i had to like do so much research to find this information and put it down to this like layman way terms like that because i because like they explained it well but i didn't i thought maybe i didn't know if like when it shed from uterus it went into those parts like that part I was missing. So I just wanted to be clear on like that. I had that information correct. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But so you have basically you have scar tissue and these different parts of your body. That's not supposed to be there. So that causes chronic inflammation and, you know, discomfort, especially when your hormones are fluctuating through your phases. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. And I'm lucky to not be part of that 10% Same. right now. You know, mm-hmm. can you get it later? I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe we should look that up. Can you get endometriosis later in life? It, though it can occur at nearly any age, most people receive a diagnosis between the ages of 30 to 40 years old. So, yep, you can still get it. Yeah, you but like I'm saying, it's not like you're not born with uh, it. Additionally, a person may only realize the symptoms later in life, even if endometriosis has been present for several years. I don't, I, upon my research, I don't think that they're, they necessarily know the causes yet. Yeah. It says 
Alexander, the exact cause of endometriosis is not certain. Possible explanations include blah, 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 blah. I'm not reading that. Okay. Like a retrograde menstruation, transformation of prior. Uh, no, I'm not okay. reading that. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, you can still get it. It's not something you're born with or anything like that. Um, but it's fascinating that, I mean, I know we're in the year 2023 and I know it takes time for research and all that stuff, but because this is such a stigmatized topic, such a taboo topic, a lot of these things don't have the years and years of research mm-hmm. you know what i mean or maybe there is but there's not a lot like as opposed to like men's issues <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know you know well that's true it's true um okay so the next type of chronic pelvic pain how do we pronounce this Ad- adenomyosis 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 now, this affects 10 to 20% of women. So this is more. And I don't think I've ever heard of this before. Yeah, me neither. Which is crazy. Uh-huh. Okay. So some of the cells of the endometrium decide to go on a little adventure. <laughs> this is what Abby wrote. I did. <laughs> they go into the muscular wall of the uterus. And these misplaced cells start growing, behaving like normal endometrial cells, thickening and breaking down during each menstrual cycle. This can lead to the wall of the uterus to swell. Yeah. So basically, your uterine wall has um, cells in it. So tissues and cells, because we're literally made up of cells. Yep. Um, that, this is kind of interesting. I that. failed biology, but you know, let me tell you, I didn't fail. I got a C. Straight C, and I really had to work really hard for that Protons C. Protons and electrons. <laughs> yeah, I had to work really hard for that C. <laughs> but this is an interesting thing as well. Like, this this is the one where they go and, like, fall into another part of your body, which is, which is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and this sounds actually more painful than endometriosis, but... Who knows? I don't have it, so I'm not gonna assume assume yeah. anything actually. Um, but yeah, I've never heard about that. Again, it's like these things that you don't hear about, and it. I mean, there's so many different things that we you can have obviously in your lifetime, but like there's certain things that are just you know people with menstrual cycles go through. Like, so I feel like we should know about it. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I know it's crazy. It is. Um, and then the next one is a uterine fibroids. Which I've heard I, of these. Yeah, I have heard of these as well. And these are basically just like non-cancerous tumors. I actually know people that had to get. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, and they grow like in the muscular um, uterine wall. Um, and then they can basically just cause heavy, prolonged periods, pelvic pain, pressure, pain with sex, and also affect the bladder. So you might have like not be able to fully um, empty the bladder and stuff like that, which is crazy. It's just like swelling and foreign tumors in your body that shouldn't be there for in order for your um, uterus to work properly. Mm-hmm. Also scary. And that one also sounds really painful. I, yeah, because you have to get, usually you have to get them taken out surgically yeah. removed. But um, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But that was, like, good thing about that, I guess the good thing is, like, you can can get them removed, and then I think your symptoms should subside. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, yeah. Endometriosis is kind of really hard to treat. Yeah. Right? That one's, ugh. 
that one you have to be like super, super careful of what you're eating and, you know, even like what you're surrounding yourself with. And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Stress. All I mean, every that's everything. But still, <laughs> but still, like I hear talk people talk about endometriosis flare ups and I'm like, oh, yeah, crazy. My butt hurts. Sorry. I know the padding doesn't help. Um, <laughs> OK, the next one is pelvic congestion congestion syndrome pelvic congestion syndrome occurs when varicose veins develop around the ovaries similar to varicose veins that occur in the legs this one sounds terrifying too because like it's like nerves you know the valves in the veins no longer function normally they cause this causes blood to back up and the veins becoming gorged or congested which can be very painful that sounds gross it really sounds gross it's like imagine I mean, I know people who've had varicose veins and they are super, super painful, but that's like in your, your tummy. You yeah. Know? Inside. Like inside. Yeah. Ugh. And then you're just like, where is this pressure coming from? Ugh. It's good to know about this stuff, guys, because then you can like, you know, not freak out if you do have any symptoms and stuff like that. It's good to be knowledgeable. Yeah. About your body. Like. It's crazy. I'm coming up on 30 years, o- 30 years old and I just like this research alone has taught me so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next, I feel like this podcast is boring, but I think it's, it's and um, what's the word I'm looking for. I can't educational. Yeah. There's like no words. I feel like we're, this is good to talk about. Sometimes I listen to things about, stuff like this or you know whatever subject you may be on and it's not like regular people words okay i need to like i need regular you know, people words. <laughs> yes <laughs> like it, you don't have a degree in science a nursing degree a doctorate whatever you're you don't know what they're talking about mm-hmm. so i'm like even as i was like writing writing our outline i was like i need to go even deeper so I can actually under so I can actually understand this. I don't want to talk about it and be like I have still no idea what the fuck that means. Yeah. So maybe this will help people. Okay? We're trying to we're trying to clear know, the no, taboos. No. The taboos. Taboos. What was the other word? Myths. I can't really say myths. 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 <laughs> oh, that's a hard myths, one for myths, Sarah. Myths. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like I have a lisp. I know. Myths. That was okay. <laughs> Okay, ready? <clears throat> myths. That was good. That okay. was that was it. There we go. <laughs> it's one time and now we have it again. Okay. <laughs> so next we're going to talk about which something I think is very interesting, but I do not do because I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> Tracking cycle syncing and hormone balance. Yeah. We worried about using apps to track their cycles. Um, a lot of apps you know, legally could give hand your information over. I mean, we luck- luckily live in a state that doesn't do that or, you know, is on the side of women. For abortion. For, not for abortion, for choice. I know, I'm joking. Yeah. Okay, let's pro not choice. joke about that. Pro-choice. <laughs> yes, pro-choice. Um, yeah, but so there are definitely different apps. I use this like the stupidest app i literally use my one on my iphone i used a free i think i it's called i have one called p tracker oh yeah i think i I download that it's like a free thing like i just look so this is because i 
don't have i'm not i have a the paragard paragard iud which is the copper one so it's, there's no hormones so unlike on like a pill where you i guess you would take the pill and then you can see when your period is mm-hmm. sometimes i i forget Okay, so I need that. To I know, forget tell me too when, it, when it's supposed to come. Yeah, um, and also it also since I put my when my period is, it also tells me when I'm ovulating, which that doesn't matter right now. But like down the road, mm-hmm. I probably would get like a different, a better app than this thing. But this is yeah. good for me right now. It just tells me when my period's coming. Blah blah blah, which is really all I need at the moment. Um, but there are like other apps that you can. I think there's definitely ones. There's probably more free ones, but there's also ones I think you can pay. Yep. And you can literally like track your ovulation and things like that. And there's also forms of like, um, n- like non-invasive birth control, like that have to do with tracking and stuff like that, which is also really cool. Cause that's a really amazing way to get to know your body and like the hormones that are happening yeah, like during you can, your whole um, cycle. Um, test your temperature. Yep. Get, track your temperature yeah. in the morning and uh, I don't know how even know how it works, but like if you're are looking, well, I think into, there's like kits. Like you there are get. kits, yeah, yeah. We're not sponsors, so we're gonna say. <laughs> I don't even know the name. Maybe one day, Natural Cycles oh. is one. I did look into it because I did come off hormonal birth control probably a, almost a year ago now, and I'm gonna preface this by saying neither of us are fans of hormonal birth control. Yeah. But I don't think it necessarily did anything. Like I said, I've been super lucky in my lifetime to not really feel like I was affected by it that much. I definitely think maybe in my early 20s, it like affected my maybe um, my sex drive a little bit. But also that was a weird stage of life. So who knows? Maybe it was just like yeah, a weird part of life. That I, I just was going think through. it's like a big thing is like it's not. And I think some doctors will say this is incorrect and I'm not a doctor so I can't say this is the full truth this is just what I think you it's like a fake period on when you're on the hormone birth control so like you're not really your body's not really not doing what it's supposed to do it's not doing the work the the and like the longer you're on it like you know the worse it is Mm -hmm. for your body because it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing and like when you come off of it you can have some side effects and like if you do want to have a, get pregnant like sometimes it can take you longer if you you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you just it's you're not going to like get off of it i mean i wouldn't say you're not some people some people get pregnant when they're on birth control yeah okay. yeah yes but for yeah. other people it's like you could come off it and it could take you like a year two years whatever to for your body to like get back to its regular it's it's hormones not the hormones that you were taking and you'd be able to like get pregnant so yeah it's scary stuff i literally watched a video of a girl um she was like in her car after the doctor's office and she was like so i just went to a new OBGYN and i told them what birth controller i was on and the doctor was literally like what how long have you been on that and she said 10 years and she was like excuse me you've been on that particular birth control for 10 years that's a birth control you should only be on for two years max. Jeez, that's so scary. So scary. And the reason she took it was because she did have a crazy imbalance. She probably had some sort of, what sort? Disease, not disease. Uh, chronic, yeah, probably some sort of chronic disease 
early on or in her late teens, early 20s, to which her, her male doctor, not that I'm saying that all male doctors, not all male doctors are bad, but her male doctor. Maybe he was older. Yeah, maybe older, you know, traditional, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> was like, this is, you know, going to help you. And maybe it did. Maybe that's exactly what her body needed. Like yeah. those hormones, to like get her back to regulated. But why wasn't she told that she only, that she could Two only years, be on yeah. it for a certain amount of time? You know, that's so scary. So she was taken off it immediately Ugh, and like, is like working with her doctor to, you know, get back to her body's natural hormones. That's just so scary. Yeah. That's terrifying. So do your own research. I know it's like, I another honest, thing to do another thing to do but you have to like you can't just i mean re- doctors are good and you should try to find a like, good doctor that you trust mm-hmm. but you can't just rely on them because it's is your body so you need to you know try to figure out what's best for you and make sure you're not doing something that could be potentially harmful yeah i think that now advocate when I, for yourself yeah when i when i go to doctors like even the dentist last time i went to the dentist i was like oh my gums have been super sensitive and i've always had like um, puffy, like inflamed gums, like my whole life. And I, I'm just super, super sensitive. So like when I had braces, the orthodontist was always like, you don't know how to floss. And I'm like, no, I'm just allergic to the fucking metal that's in my mouth. Like literally I was just allergic to the braces, <laughs> but I still get like pretty inflamed. Like I'm just, my gums are super, super sensitive. So when I went to the dentist before I went to him, I was like, all right, I want to ask like this, this, and this to make sure I'm doing the correct things or like what else can I do to help this like I always feel like I have like one gum that's like receding so just you gotta get the I gum, did like a little bit of gum graph or whatever well he said I was doing great oh. he said maybe just massage the gums a little bit you know like do your research do a little bit of research so you know you know what you want to ask them yeah because if you ask them questions majority of doctors are probably great and want to help you they'll want to answer them. If you don't know the questions to ask, then, you know, you might not get the information that you need. Yeah. Um, but bringing it back to tracking things, find something that works for you. Like I literally just use the health app on my iPhone. Like that you can do that on your, on that app. Yeah. There's a whole, if you go in, there's a whole cycle Hmm. thing and you can add, you can add all sorts of things. You can add mood stuff. You can add like factors. You can add, like the symptoms you can add, uh, how heavy your flow is, stuff like that. So it doesn't need to be like a crazy app or whatever, but it is good to know, especially if you aren't on hormonal, hormonal birth control. Cause you don't know when your period's coming. Like if you're on, if you're literally taking the pill, you know, when your period's coming. Yeah. But like we said, it's not the best. Form, you don't want to be surprised. Like what if you're going on a vacation and it's like, like I literally was like, remember when I was, I was going to have my period on my wedding mm-hmm. and then Thank God, literally God. I think I think God was like, <laughs> she deserves to not. So it like, there was one month where I think it was like a week or two late, and I was obviously freaking out. But then it came, and I was like, oh, well, it's amazing because now I'm not gonna have it on my uh-huh. wedding. Yeah, but yeah. So for things like that, which is like crazy to be like, oh, I gotta plan my wedding day around my period. But I mean, it's so true. You're literally in a white dress. I know. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that nobody talks about or I feel like it's now starting to be talked about you know by fitness people and everybody in the industry um is your cycle syncing so 
this is where we're really going to get into stuff we were talking about before is your hormones change how your body, your brain, you know, your energy, your skin is like, as we all know, you know, you break out the week before your period, all that stuff. You're tired. All this is due to the different hormones that are, you know, being thrown in around in your body during the different phases. Yeah. So you have to take care and like coddle those different phases. Like you can't just be like, I'm going to go hard six days at the gym every single week. I'm going to lift weights every single day, five times a week. Like you can't do that. Like it's yeah. not going to work. No. I think people do do that though. I know it's wild. They probably don't have very balanced hormones. Let me tell you right now. Yeah. Because you're putting um, extra stress on your body. Yeah. So, like, yeah, your hormones definitely change. Um, and it, it's, like, it is, this is kind of, like, a lot of work you have to put in, like, initially to kind of, like, figure out when you should be doing th- certain things, when you should be eating certain things. Is it? I feel like we're teaching everybody. Just listen to this episode and you're going to know. I learned so much during my research for this. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't do do this stuff. Well, okay. Yeah. No, but I'm, I do. I think I, I think I have come to the point where I, at least in my, like, workout, air, working out, exercise, movement, whatever you want to call it, I do listen to my body. I'm just like, what is my body craving today? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just a walk. Sometimes it's Pilates. That's really what I do. But some, no, sometimes I'll, I did like, it this morning. I'll lift like my heavy weights um, mm-hmm. just for my arms. I don't really do my legs because I have like knee issues. So I just do, I do weightless probably stuff. Probably why those. you have knee issues. Why? You should probably do some. No, I do like that. I do like low impact, like by Pilates, I do. I know, but maybe you should incorporate some weights for no, your legs. I have done that before. Okay. And it's not been good for my knees. Need some knee, knee rehab exercise. Okay, we'll cut this part out. Sorry, go on. This is what I've come to do. Okay? I know, I'm just joking. Jesus. <laughs> but as far as like food goes, like I don't plan my meals around my... No, I think that might be a little too much for me. Too much for me. Well, number one, it's like I can't plan my meals around my cycle when I'm trying to like recipe test or something like And like, like feed that. your husband. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, we can only have sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people do it, but. People do do it. But I think if you're like, I feel like if you're listening to your body about movement and also like. You know, the whole healthy eating, meaning mindful healthy eating, not the typical societal healthy eating, you're still kind of listening to your body and what you want to eat. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like you're, you have a natural intuition. Is that, can you say natural intuition or is it just intuition? You know what I mean? I have no idea. The, I think natural intuition is fine. Right. So you have this natural intuition of kind of what your body needs and wants. Yeah. During that first half of your menstrual cycle, Which you have is that follicular, follicular phase. phase. You have that, well, follicular and ovulatory. You have yeah. all that energy. You have more testosterone. Your body's rebuilding or has rebuilt these cells. You're ready to go. You're ready to create life, all that good stuff. And that's when you can, you have the ability to lift heavier, you know, exert more energy, build muscles higher like abilities to build muscles balance your blood sugar it's just all around you're in like you're fucking flying high yeah okay 
And then you reach the second half, which is when your body starts to say, oh, there's no baby. We got to shed this bad stuff and then get ready to rebuild. Yep. So you're, you know, more susceptible to pain. You're a little more sensitive. This is when you need to say, oh, I should switch from my, you know, high intensity workouts to walks, yoga, stretching, you know, easy Pilates, stuff like that, because your energy is down and you need to chill. Yeah. So knowing all this information about your cycle is what we're saying. Like you've probably gone to the gym and been like, oh my God, I can, I used to bench press 50 pounds, but this weekend I can only do 30. It's probably because of the phase you're in. Yeah. So, and like, it's actually a health thing. So I just learned this as I was doing research, research that during your menstrual phase, so the last phase, when you're dying, when you're bloated, all that stuff, your uterus can grow. The, The weight of your uterus can double. Like, so a typical uterus is about four ounces. It can, it can be up to eight ounces when you're in your menstrual phase. Yeah, but it can be bigger when you're pregnant. Well, I know, but I'm saying women's bodies are crazy. So I'm saying what that does when you're, when it's that's doubled. Why that's why you get bloated. Yeah. So when it's doubled in size, it causes the posterior pelvic tilt, which is like the slight arching back, which everybody you know if you know anything about working out or in like in proper form that's how you protect your back is you don't have that you you know bring your abs in and you you what's the word tilt your pelvic tilt it, yeah to the front um but because your your uterus is doubled in size like your body's naturally like trying to make room for it so your pelvis is tilted backwards, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting. I did not know that was a thing. So like anything like lifting heavy or like even running, you're not able to brace your core as much as you are during, you know, the first half of your phase. So on that note, I wonder, so I have a tilted uterus. Mm -hmm. According to my doctor. Yeah. One time I was at literally getting a pap smear and there was a, like some girl like teach like my doctor was like teaching student her teacher. yes yeah. yeah 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 and the doctor was like Not do you care teacher. do you care if she is here i'm like who cares like how else? i'm like how else is she gonna learn like that True. Is whatever yeah, you're yeah. already looking whatever yeah. um and the girl's just like she's like what is that and the doctor just goes oh she just has a tilted uterus so like it's fine so that's the first time that girl I'd ever seen one. I've never, no one ever told me that until mm-hmm. the doctor said that. And it's like, what the hell? So then I actually didn't ask and I should have, but then I went and looked it up and it's like, but I'm wondering like, since my uterus is tilted, I feel like one I would do, which I haven't really done heavy lifting. We already talked about that, but sometimes I feel like I still was like, you know, obviously had my like core in, but mm-hmm. like when I was doing like deadlifts and stuff, but I feel like sometimes I would still get like, hurt my back i wonder if that might be like part of a reason maybe i don't know if um your uterus is big enough to have that effect i don't know either or it could just be my form i swear i feel like my form was good but who knows yeah but you know what i mean yeah i don't know that's that's a good question i wish ashley was here to answer it also can cause (laughs) that also the tilt uterus can cause also painful menstruation so Mm. maybe that's why i like the well, it's definitely why, like, the first day of my period, it's, like, I have bad cramps. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's a good question. We should definitely, you should definitely look that up. Well, yeah. Also, if you do have some pain during sex, for me personally, TMI, we already said we're getting graphic in this episode, um, from behind hurts. So if that happens to you, maybe you have a tilted uterus. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> Ask your doctor. Yeah. Oh, God. Not God. Or that's why. No, I'm that's not. I was, like, I like, was reading that. I was trying to figure out where we were. Oh. It's kind of like interesting to really be like, oh. It is really interesting. That's what I'm saying. That's like, why. People, I, I truly think that knowledge is power. And I don't mean knowledge is power in the sense uh, that the typical cis white man in America would think knowledge is power. I think knowledge is power is, you know, by truly knowing yourself, knowing your mind and knowing your body. Yeah. Because if you know your body, you can better take care of it. If you can, if you know your mind, you know who to surround yourself with, you know. Can you turn the light off? Why? Okay, fine. I was just in the middle of a fucking rant. I know. My eyes. You know how you're going to react to people. You know how to think, all that stuff. Um, so you really should do your research. Listen, it took me this long. I, like I keep saying, I'm almost 30 years old to be like, all right, maybe I should actually get to know myself a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but do a little research. I know it's like, nope, you guys don't have time, but I honestly think that's like the reason why I wanted to start the podcast. Cause it kind of forces me to like learn new things. It's, uh, I feel like we've said this or like before. Talk about different things. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we've said this before. We don't learn enough as adults, so um, yeah. it's interesting. And then to continue on the cycle sinking thing, like we said, diet. I don't know if I'm ever gonna do that. You can look into it if it's something that you think will benefit you. Yeah. Or at least learning. You can look into it and be like, oh, at least you have the knowledge of knowing what foods what foods do for you like we've talked about that before like knowing you know what vitamins you get from potatoes that's again knowledge is power it's good to know all that stuff yeah i think maybe if like i am trying to get pregnant and it's taken me a long time maybe then i will get into more of like cycle syncing you know and maybe that see if that maybe will help with like a fertility issue or something like that yeah um, that yeah. may be a time when I might get into it at the moment. It's not going to happen, but do whatever you think is best for you. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, I think it's just, yeah. So cool. do you want to get into like what types of foods like you're supposed, supposed to eat like during each phase or like what? Yeah. No. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I can't. So I turn the lights off. All right, turn my it eyes off. are going like crazy. Turn it off. My eyes my... are going crazy when there was dark. That's okay. Let me turn my thing down. Okay. So oh, during you give me those, there's like a box in that thing that has red, green, blue light. Yeah, glasses. Red light, red, green, purple, orange light. <laughs> These are like crazy glasses. Look at them. They look like a some like librarian lady in a movie. They're so dirty. Okay, so. I'm going to start with the follicular phase since it's the first phase in the menstrual cycle. So this is when your estrogen increases and your mood improves. So this is after your period, but it's like the first phase, obviously, in the cycle. So this is a good time for high-intensity workouts. So not just like hit, 
but like any you can like running is good at this time like you know lifting heavy weights anything that is you can do like any type of like cardio workouts um cycling whatever mm-hmm. go to like a workout class like an hour-long workout class that's like cardio-based aerobics <laughs> water aerobics yeah um <laughs> your body you have a lot of energy so this is the time to get in those like good high intensity workouts um and then it's also a really good time to eat protein rich foods so make sure you're getting in tons of protein because this is since you're doing those high intensity workouts you obviously want to eat more protein so that you this can actually build makes that so much sense if you think about it it does <laughs> I can't take you seriously with those glasses. My eyes hurt without right, turn them. The, turn the light off. Ugh. Turn the light off. I don't want your you've eyes to hurt. You've been working at the, you've been looking at the computer for too long today. Writing posts. I'll keep the sleeves on. You're just going to have to deal with, either deal with the light off or deal with me with these on. Okay. And then the ovulatory phase, your estrogen and progesterone levels are at their highest. So that means you have, you're in your best mood. You're so happy can take over the world yeah your energy levels are up and your libido so get that sex going well that's obviously when you can get <laughs> pregnant your avatar oh so again that makes sense makes so much fucking sense it does <laughs> so have sex that whole week to, we're surprising to ourselves your, to please yourself in your man wow so that the next couple weeks you can lay off a little bit this is wild <laughs> no. isn't it amazing how this all woman, makes whatever. sense um Okay, so you can still do like the high intensity workouts, but don't overdo them. Do do don't do it as so we do it like twice that week instead mm-hmm. of four times. That you did Are we talking about week. sex or workout? Workout, high intensity workouts. Oh, okay. <laughs> because if you do it too much, then your sex hormone will decrease and it can result oh. in lower fertility. So if you are trying to get pregnant, don't overdo the high intensity workouts while you're ovulating because you may not get pregnant. So mm-hmm. that makes sense as well. Keep it a little chill. Your body's an overdrive. Your body, your body needs the energy to make the baby. Yeah. So keep your high intensity workout should be the sex, I guess, in that case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get at it, girl. Yeah. So then you want to also, you want to increase your fruit, veggie and healthy fat intake. So, you know, that's pretty easy. Like true. This is very avocado like lots of olive oil, mm-hmm. coconut oil, nuts, all the fruits, all the veggies, eat lots of salads. There you go. Okay. And then your luteal phase, your progesterone levels are increasing, which can cause symptoms that are wonderful, such as bloating, <laughs> breast tenderness, and mm. mood changes. This is when, this is a week before your period. You know, you ever notice that your boobs get bigger or you're like, you get, this is what they call what they call PMS, mm-hmm. when you're you know, getting angry. Do I notice? Yes, I notice, Sarah. It's I'm not terrible. Talking, I'm not talking just to you. I can't. Wear, I can't wear certain bras the, the week before my fucking period. My boobs get very like. But again, now that I'm thinking about it, this past week, not as bad as the month before. Like I had very tender breasts. So maybe Last. whatever you're doing for working out and eating is better for your body. So not working out and <laughs> I'm kidding. 
just walking basically. no because yeah because the luteal phase you want to do light strength training or like pilates or like yoga type workouts. true i don't so, know maybe but i don't think i was don't really lift i feel heavy like weights like i feel do. like i haven't been lifting i haven't lifted weights in like, like three months bar workouts something where you fuck like two bar no, no, i'm just trying to, i'm saying like it so it's light strength training so you can do i know weight lifting but use lighter weights or like yeah, you can yeah, do a workout yeah, yeah, like yeah. bar where they do like the two pound weights pilates yoga obviously walking you can definitely probably do running too and then high carb foods you want to eat you want to increase those carbs and i don't just mean like bread like mm. fruits and vegetables are carbs. potatoes are life and fruits and I vegetables are both carbs yeah so i've tried to like incorporate potatoes more in my diet just because the vitamins that they have and they keep you full vitamins yeah potatoes are very good for you so fucking good i mean french fries maybe if they're fried not the best but whatever baked roasted, baked, roasted air, air fried. fried yeah mashed Girl, if you don't put like a ton of butter mashed and milk. fucking potatoes are bomb yeah i put you know a couple i made nothing's wrong with butter so there's nothing wrong with butter especially if you're using good butter good amish butter amish like butter i say like grass-fed butter yep amazing and i didn't have any milk yesterday usually i'll do like milk sometimes i'll do milk and or not milk but uh, my oat milk and um chicken stock but yeah. I, yesterday I just had chicken stock. So not as creamy as the milk helps. You know what would be good is you could put yogurt in them. Oh, that's a good idea too. I always have yogurt. Yeah. Anyway, I've been using a lot of potatoes because I'm like, this makes my life better. I'm fuller. I, I've been getting like, it just makes every meal better. Yeah. Like I'm like, I can use. I potatoes can, have a lot of vitamin A. Yeah. And I can use they're them in. You. There's, you don't really get sick of them. No. You can do mashed potatoes you can do roasted potatoes you can do baked potatoes like i love a good like crispy roasted potato oh my god roasted baby potatoes the other day you have to make sure they're nice and like brown and crispy fingerling potatoes are probably the best potatoes out there delicious but i just get my basic like russet potatoes at the farmer's market and they're just i don't know let's turn into a podcast about potatoes but i'm just letting y'all know don't be scared of potatoes yeah (laughs) all right Anyway, I think that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I think that was... Maybe we should leave some like um, resources in the show notes or something. 100%. Where we got this information. Yeah. Of people who actually know what they're talking about, like reputable sources. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of my information from some days. And if you are on social media at all, guys, you will know that these are the wonderful women who go around and put the uh, period simulators on men and see how they react so they have a lot of information on their website it's literally called some days one word um really great resources really cool guides and like shopping things they have like creams they have better cycle packages and stuff like that but their information really really helped me understand a lot of things. I also got a couple, um, a little information from Stanford University. Wow, Abby. I know. Really utilizing those resources. Yeah. <sighs> what about you, Sarah? I was looking on some bloggers' website for the stuff about like food, but I don't know if I remember how reputable it is, but. Mm. And I think I just use like medical news for the other stuff. But yeah. that's fine. That was, I think, fun. And I think I had a lot of 
um, fun learning that stuff about my own body, mm-hmm. which I feel like we're not experts in any of this stuff. So if we're bringing it to you, it's because we want to learn more about it and we're, you know, breaking it down so we can all ingest it. Like if we don't have the brains of nurses and doctors and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it is very good to know what's going on with your body. Uh, also, I think as we were both listening to ourselves and the other other talk, we were kind of like, oh, yeah. Like I – when you're going through that part of, you know, the of the menstrual cycle, you're like, oh, yeah, that happens, mm-hmm. you know, and you can kind of like relate it to that and yeah. you know, kind of know what's going on. I mean, 100% I do not pay attention the majority of the time, but I can think back and be like, okay, no, that checks out. Um, I think we all get really caught up in our lives, so we don't pay attention. But if you do have, you know, a relatively like chill month, maybe you can think back and yeah. like figure out what happened. Or like every like when you wake up every day or like three times a week or something or at the end of the day, maybe like kind of jot down how you felt that day and then you can kind of correlate it to whatever phase, whatever phase phase you are in the cycle yeah i think we we always talk like about especially like, if you think you have like issues like if you have really bad mm-hmm. cramps or like you know what i mean like you feel like you can't function like maybe you need to change something whether it's like changing your birth control style yeah. um option style option um you know or like changing your diet or like your exercise or whatever like a routine or something i find to make yourself so feel better. frustrating as I mean, I can only speak for myself, but maybe as a woman, you are always like, what's happening? Why am I getting this? Why is my body reacting like this? And you never know where to start. Yeah. You know, like for the longest time, this has nothing to do with menstrual cycles, but for the longest time I was getting like these weird rashes and I was like, it must be, I did a little research I was like, it's probably contact dermatitis. Then I go to the dermatologist and she's like, no, it's literally dermatologica which is like basically skin writing Hmm. i can write on my skin that's weird and um and then i break out in hives Hmm. and it's but i'm also like uh sensitive to like fabrics like my the fabric on my body will like write on my skin and like break it's it's very weird and i was like that makes that's just the weirdest thing ever there's no rhyme or reason to it. I'm just extra sensitive. So that's fun. But fuck, what was the point of this? <laughs> I don't know. Bro. Oh, yeah. I feel like we talk about getting to know yourselves a lot. And I, I think it all seems super overwhelming, even to me as I'm talking about it. But all these things could literally take you five minutes. Yeah. And things we've talked about in the past, like being mindful and uh self-care and all that stuff it really doesn't have to take longer than a few minutes to do all this stuff Mm -hmm. so you can literally again write in your app how you're feeling that day and that feeling can help you self-reflect in your mind and then it can also help to know what phase of your cycle you're in like all this stuff ties back to each other so I always get super overwhelmed with how much stuff that you should be doing for your personal wellness. Yeah. 
But the more I talk about it and the more we do this and the more we, you know, discuss different topics on the podcast, I'm like, oh, maybe it doesn't have to be so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Like, talk about it with your people. Talk about it with your friends. Listen to us. Pretend you're talking to us. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Leave us some comments. Because uh, honestly, guys, every single time we do this podcast, I learn something and I feel better about myself, um, which is really cool place to be in yeah <sighs> we done i think we're done all right guys thanks for bearing with us thanks for uh waiting for us for a few weeks yeah oh yeah wait before we go we do so this is our taboo series but we will have other four three other s series mm -hmm. the next like couple weeks um, and then it will continue. So I'm just going to say it here just so you guys know, in case mm -hmm. you want to get excited. <laughs> and I think we're going to like, when I post them, it's going to be like, tell you which ones so I'll do like, um, taboo, yeah. top taboo topic. And then I'll have like all the different things. So you can, if you don't, if you only like certain episodes, you can just go straight to those. That's completely fine with us, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it's just interesting, whatever. Yeah. So next week we're going to be talking about like personal progress. This is more like of a session for a session. Yeah. I guess a session for yeah. us to just like chat about like what's kind of going on in our life. Like how are things improving in our life? How can we or how can we make things better? Mm -hmm. um, and I guess, yeah, just kind of like a chat, like a check-in on everything in life, just seeing where things are. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that'll be good. We'll, we'll yeah, see and I goes. feel like that's a good, that's a good like segment to bring other people in on, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, for like personal reasons. And then the week after that, we're, it's, that's, oh. this is our free, free range, range topic. <laughs> or pasture raised. <laughs> I did. We did like pasture raised, but we we're like to referencing to egg, eggy, <laughs> too eggy for us. Yeah. Um. So just like different things that we see online that we think we should talk about. Uh. Things that pop in our head, maybe. <laughs> things that pop in our head. What people jumping off boats? Oh, okay. Yes, we talked about this when we were discussing this. There is a TikTok that. It's hopeful, a TikTok trend that hopefully is oh. gone now because so stupid people have literally died. Um, these people, there was like a challenge. Oh, jump off a moving boat. And these mm -hmm. people literally jump off a boat and their neck fucking snaps as soon as they hit the water. Yep. It's like you're going so fast. It's like hitting concrete and you die. Mm -hmm. So please, um, preface this. Do not, do not do that. Yeah. And, but yeah, basically... That's just what we're talking about. Things. Stuff like that. That irks us or, or things we see on TikTok. Yeah. Like I sent Abby something today. Beer tanning. So. Oh, God. I'm sure something else weird will pop up like that or stupid. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Just random things. Um, and then the next one would be uh, once a month we want to do like Ask Your Sister. So we did that like Q&A series on our last episode a few weeks ago. Yeah. We like that. So We did like that. And I think, you know, every week we'll tailor it. Maybe to a certain a like, little type bit more. of question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a good way to like talk about things we might never ever talk about it and like yeah. surprise each other and be like, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Let me think about it type of thing. It's like, I feel like I know you so well, but I feel like there's 
still things I could learn about you. I feel like there's still things Even I could learn about you and myself a million times a day and whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's uh, still things that you never think to ask or like bring up until you like see it and then like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think people. So we're just going to become even closer and like the bestest friends. We are the bestest friends. <laughs> I don't think you can <laughs> truly know somebody else. I And I think it's really hard to even truly know yourself. Yeah. So we're going to dig, dig, dig. Yeah, like you could be a serial killer. I could not. No, no. <laughs> I listen to all of those podcasts. There's no way I could do that. I'd be like, this is very stressful. I can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. Shit. How do I keep these secret? No, I can't do that. Actually, I would know. I could see your location, so that wouldn't work. Yeah. Unless you're just murdering people here or like at work. Sarah, <laughs> what are we talking about now? All right, we're going to end it there on my potential murders. Yes. <laughs> All those people that quit, actually, did they quit? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, just kidding. Uh. Uh, all right. So don't forget to get... Ugh, don't forget to follow us on instagram and facebook at certified adult we are gonna try our best to start posting more as you know we're both so busy but please follow us um follow and subscribe to certified adult wherever you listen to podcasts spotify apple music amazon music etc you can follow abby at abby at abby marisa a-b-b-e-y-m-a-r-i-s-a and Sarah at Real Food with Sarah. That's Sarah with an H on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok. And go to my website, realfoodwithsarah.com. Abby always get laughs at these. With an H. Well, yeah, because sometimes. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just H. kidding. Um, and yeah, we always encourage any feedback, questions, and suggestions for future episodes. So please, please reach out to us. You can also leave reviews, ratings, wherever you listen. So yeah, that's it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.